I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. All right, all right, all right. What's going on, my friends? It is me, Michael Dean Bullens, here for DDP Radio at ddpradio.com. It is a... Can you guys hear me all right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I saw you guys dropped out. Man, I botched the intro. Damn it. Uh, anyways, uh, it is another episode of DDP Radio Live right here at ddpradio.com. As I just mentioned, my name is Mike Mullins uh, from Mikey90percent.com, and we have a hell of a show for you tonight. And uh, it is our first show back. We were off for a couple weeks um, as uh, we have uh, some new additions to the country, and uh, we have uh, some new inches of snow in Canada on Crystal's <laughs> side of things. But it's going to be a fun show, and I'm doing this intro live at uh, the GDP Yoga, um, the group, uh, the Hayden, I think you've been involved in that, 18,000 people strong. So I am simulcasting mm-hmm. this intro as we speak. So I'm going to speak to them real quick and tell you guys that we have an awesome show tonight at ddpradio.com. If you leave Facebook and head over there, we're going to have a lot of fun, and we're going to talk about taking power uh, back and uh, and using uh, your powers for good and a lot of stuff to talk about the Hall of Fame, WWE WrestleMania, Hayden's trip over here. Crystal is probably shoveling as we speak or something. Uh, <laughs> so join us from there and come over here, GDP Radio Live at GDPRadio.com. Um, so just move along. There's nothing to see here. GDPRadio.com. Anyways, got that out of the way. Might as well hit the intros because royalty like Hayden Walden doesn't get introed cold. So. We got to do this right. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from the United Kingdom, now residing in Atlanta, Georgia, weighing in on (laughs) Hayden Walden. What a great start. I still love hearing that. Every time we do that, it's still awesome. You know how how nice it is. It's so nice to be sat here on my new sofa and talking to you at a sensible hour and realizing that it's not 2 a.m. It feels really odd, actually. I'm I'm used to listening to your voice, Mike, when I'm I'm kind of half comatose and, and Crystal seems to pull me back into the realm of the being, but you always send me into some comatose state anyway. But that's just you, well, Michael. 
Laura had messaged me to stop talking to you at night because it was giving you horrible nightmares once you fell asleep. So um, <laughs> I, I just didn't sleep. I just never slept. I used to go to bed and then just lay on, on Facebook and Twitter until 6 a.m. and then think I'd slept. You need a Mike Mullins detox after that. <laughs> yeah, that, and, pretty much. We are going to uh, uh, bring on, of course, you hear her chuckling in the background, but she is our favorite <laughs> DDP yoga mother canucker. Ladies and gentlemen. Everybody's working for the weekend. Everybody's working for the weekend. Crystal Stewart, how are you? I'm really well. <laughs> uh, I, uh, well it's, I'm grateful to be back you know i just i forgot how much i missed this <laughs> yeah well you know and you talk about that and you know i've had the luxury of doing this show for a long time right now and it really is and that's why you know Dallas started the show to begin with is it's a really good weekly check-in with the community and we have such a sense of community here that we can kind of uh, easily get ourselves lost at times and kind of lose our path and for me personally just having this grounded once a week appointment to kind of check in and get that recharge of inspiration and hearing other people's Absolutely. stories kind of gets me through the week and uh yeah that's why we do this and uh that's why we're here so we did miss you guys for the past couple of weeks we, i appreciate the messages we appreciate the messages uh for those who missed us and uh you know, like, like uh, my girlfriend always says, how can I miss you if you won't go away? So we went away so you can miss me. I was going to say, people missed you, Mike. Are you sure? <laughs> uh, I'm like one of those, you know, you stick around long enough and then you get used to the, the nonsense and it's like, oh. yeah, I know that. Um, uh, well, so. first of all, we we got we got to touch on this because, we we wanted to talk. I, I, we talked about in our email today. We were shooting some messages back and forth, and I I first I saw a, a special on addiction and stuff like that. And I'm not at all questioning the addiction community and and the health they do. But one thing that I noticed that stood out to me is the the fact that they 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 use the word powerless and and we're powerless over our addiction. And I don't have any skill in that, so that would be the therapist kind of thing. But it kind of brought me to a. a kind of, um, I don't know, enlightenment about how much power we give to the idea of being powerless. Yeah. And it was something that kind of made me kind of, uh, you know, the wheels turn, both of them in there. And <laughs> I was thinking about, I was thinking about all of us. In the, in the past few weeks, each and every one of us has probably had, some of us way more significant than others. I'm sure my problems don't amount to as many people's problems in this world. But we all face, uh, you know, issues and setbacks, and yep. we kind of tend to forget that we have the power to not be powerless in certain situations. There are things we can own. There are things we can't. But I'm in pretty much the, 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 the author of my own destiny. I'm the author of my ever after to a point, and we can start or stop our stories at any time. Yep. And Yep. It was kind of uh, it, it saw something that would be uh, thought provoking in that to kind of look after that and see what's you know in there as a discussion. Are you still there, Mike? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I was I was kind of opening up to a response. 
<laughs> it sounded like you dropped your phone. No, right? I, I heard clicking. I heard clicking in the background, and I was I thought something was happening. That's the most crying. <laughs> Live on radio, uh, I thought you'd honestly dropped your phone. That was hilarious. That uh, would be yeah, it would be something I would do, but it's something I didn't do this time. So, <laughs> getting back on track. Oh God, I God. miss doing this show. Getting back on track. You were talking about the, the idea of um, like we're not necessarily powerless. We can have power in whatever situation we're in. We can find our own way through it. And right, that that's basically living life at ninety percent. That's right. the basic theory of that, isn't it? It's if yeah. whatever life throws at you, you deal with it. You you go with it. You work around it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely, and that's and that's kind of what I wanted to get reintroduced with, uh, re- reintroduced uh-huh. with tonight because you know I know a lot of people. You know, we everyone kind of talks about how 2016 was a shit year and stuff like that, <laughs> and it actually for a lot of people it really was hard for a lot a lot of people, and sometimes you kind of let the negativity kind of breed and kind of uh, you know turn into yeah. cynicism, and then they, they just. In negativity always breeds more negativity. I've never seen positivity yep. come from negativity. And you become somebody you don't want to be, and you start looking at the world differently. And your, yep. uh, your, your viewpoint changes. And I feel like a lot of us, we, we have the ability to turn the chapter when we see, see fit. Absolutely. We have the ability to, you know, turn the page, you say, Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree yeah. with that. I think irrelevant of whatever situation you're in, you are you're the person that dictates to yourself how far you're going. You know, how deep into your problem you're going to go and how much of your life that problem is going to take up. Um someone posted a a picture of or a meme or something the other day. I'm not down with the kids, so I don't really know what the names are for these things on Facebook. But um, it was the um, the thing that was saying if you had X amount of dollars and someone stole $10 from your thousands yeah. and thousands, would you chase after them and spend all of that remaining money to do that? And then they transferred no. that into seconds, and would you let someone ruin your day by a quick 10-second comment? Um, and it's that same kind of theory, you know. You can either take things personally or you can't. You can take the power back from whichever situation you're in. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. I agree. Yep. Just because you fall into a rut doesn't mean you furnish it. I've said if I've mm-hmm. said it once, I've said it a million times. Yeah, like we all one. fall down, right? We all fall down. The strength is always in the getting back up. Always. Yeah. Yep. I completely yep, agree with absolutely. that. For sure. And, and you know, we've, we've had a lot of members here in the GDP Yoga community come, and unfortunately some of them haven't stuck it around because sometimes things get hard and, and we, we, we give the power to the thought of defeat. We are, are Some of us are ashamed to, to show our faces in, in the community, which yep. I think is so counterproductive. I've known some people that have disappeared and saying, well, I lost all that weight and I was doing so good. I don't want to show everyone that I've gained it back. 
But ultimately, what does that do? Because the pe- the answer to your question is, is in coming back and letting the people here help you and, and guide you. And the power, you know, we, we give a lot of uh, negative thoughts power nowadays, and, and the Internet breeds negativity. I'm guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. We, we feed into this, and um, it, it can be overwhelming. And mm-hmm. yeah. the yoga community, we've always, you know, prided ourselves on a positive atmosphere. We don't tolerate it on the Team GDP Yoga site. We don't tolerate it on the board. No. There's negativity. We just we don't we don't do that here. And so if there's any place to be safe and, and let me let us know that hey I screwed up. I'm, I'm I'm struggling right now. I'm having a hard time. It's here with us. And you know Hayden, you know you took that trip across the pond. You know you had a significant life uh, altering you know moment. And ultimately you decided after that moment that you needed a change of pace. You needed a different point of view so you got up and did you know you moved across the freaking world that's a big move yeah and that was a reaction to a a really negative situation and now your life is is is, you know a whole different you know universe like how did you kind of get to the point where all of this became a catalyst for you to try something new so with the um original idea of me moving over and working over here it's been it's been in the pipeline for a long time. Um, the idea of me coming over on a visa and doing some training and uh, spending some time at the PC, it's been in the pipeline for a very long time. And I know we joked about it, um, you know, the dirt sheet Mullins breaking kayfabe online and on air by dropping it out occasionally and things like that. But actually, yeah, it, it, it was probably about a year ago that it started to be talked about seriously and looked into. And then, Obviously, everything that happened at Christmas, what we spoke about with the baby, we um, we got to a point where um, we were sat, uh, just the, the no movement on the visa, everything was kind of stagnated for a little while, um, and we were going through this situation, and I just, I got a text, I'm not going to go into detail about who it was from or what it was, but it just simply said, you know, the ball is in your court if you want to come, if you want to still go ahead with everything. And it was a flip decision that we both said we were going to do this anyway. We were going to try and chase this anyway. So now let's make what we can out of the shittiest situation um, turn it into a positive and basically let's put all of our energy into getting moved over to the U.S., um, and it was, I think, from the moment we said that to uh, getting a visa official was six weeks. Um, and in that time, we faced a lot of adversity, a lot of issues. Obviously, we were still going through things that we had to sort out for Ray. We were going through things that we had to deal with family-wise. And then on top of all of that, we had to sell our entire house and belongings and cars and drum kits and everything um but still found time to be human still found time to be sociable friendly i've been cut off hello no you're good oh, i thought no, I you're cut good. Off. my phone went weird then um we still found time to do the whole um seeing family seeing friends before we moved and working out doing classes you know so it was, again, that work-life balance combination, but also the living life at 90% theory of, yeah, we are in the worst pit of hell, 
but as Crystal just said, didn't mean to say we had to go and buy a sofa while we were there and furnish it. Mm-hmm. Right. We, we found right. a way of climbing out of it. And yeah, it's still, on an emotional level, it's still hard for both of us, but we're, we're here now. Um, and we're facing new challenges, new um, exciting challenges, little things that, um, again, if we're going to talk about putting yourself in strange situations and having to deal with it, whatever the situation is, having to deal with it. In the modern day era, what do we all rely on the most? What is the one thing, if I was to say to both of you now and anyone listening out there, what is the one thing in your life that right now you know you can't do without? What would you say? I'm going to guess iPhones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. smartphone. All right? Yeah. Wi-Fi. So we land in the U.S. on Monday last week. We can't get a mobile phone, a cell phone, contract, pay as, pay as you go, anything nope. until we nope. have a U.S. bank account, which we can't get yep. until I get a social security number. So we're, we're currently living with, like, U.K. bank accounts and U.K. mobile phone numbers and if we leave the sanctuary of the PC or our own house, we have no internet, no phone, no anything. That's actually quite scary in this day and age because mm-hmm. we've yeah, been so used to being able to just go out and like, I'm driving in a foreign country. I don't know where I'm going. I use my iPhone to show me where I'm going. Mm-hmm. I can't do Oh my that. gosh. So, there's, but again, this is that, I'm I'm powerless in that situation. So do I stay at home and say I'm not going out? Hell no. No. We've gone out. Mm-hmm. We've got lost. <laughs> We've driven around Smyrna, looking for places to eat without anywhere to without any sort of internet connection, and you know find somewhere that might sell like a Starbucks. Find a Starbucks. They have Wi-Fi. You can find out where you are. Map yourself mm-hmm. out. Away you go. So there's, yeah, there's, there's something so amazing about that too because. You went out and you took the time to get lost, and you probably were frustrated. You probably laughed when you disconnected from. I mean, I, I've said this before. I, you know, when I moved down here to North Carolina, um, I don't know anybody down here. I came down with Katie. Um, I, yep. I I made it like you said, a quick decision because I'm the kind of guy that I can overthink something to death, and I can find every reason in the world not to do something. So if I'm going to make a significant change in my life, I need to commit to it right away to a point where I can't back out. Like. Because or else yeah. I'll get inside my own head and start, you know, convincing yeah. myself why this won't work. Or, and when you do that, you know, it, it, it's it's a constant battle, and you'll constantly go over it for the rest of your life. So, you know, you commit to it. And even when I moved down here at first, um, I was at my apartment at, the, at my old place for six years, and I was comfortable there. Everything was mine. I had everything where I wanted to. Six years worth of accumulation, and just everything was in there. And I was in my comfort zone, and I committed to coming down here with Katie and her family, and I had, had no question I was going to, but for some reason, I just couldn't get myself to start packing because it just seemed like so, you know, it became a mm-hmm. reality once I started loading boxes, and that scared the shit out of me because I am a, a comfort, <laughs> comfortable in my comfort zone. <laughs> so, but I just couldn't get myself to move boxes, and it's almost, you know, it's almost like some kind of uh, universal signal because I got a notice in my in my um, in my uh, my mailbox two weeks before I had to move, saying that the owner of the uh, of the building that I lived in was selling the house, and unfortunately we're gonna have to evict everybody because he's transferring the lease over to somebody else or the the, the mortgage, and that was like a universal sign. I've been there for six years, See? and 
That, What's that, man? That happened to. I was going to say that happened to us. That's a, that. This weird sign thing just happens every time you do something big. You had yep. that. We had a similar thing with um, the week before we left. We said we had a little favorite Mexican restaurant not too far away from where we lived, and we said let's go go there one more time. They closed. Wow. They closed down. So you know, yeah, little things. It, but it's it's the catalyst that you need. It's like it makes it click. You're like, okay, I'm doing the right thing here. Even if it has nothing to do with just except for pure coincidence, it's, mm. it kind of flips the switch in your mind and you kind of become okay with it. And, yeah. you know, yeah. we, 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 we came down here and I was, you know, I'm a New England kid. I'm a city boy of Los Angeles. I lived in Boston. I've always been a city kid. And to me, North Carolina was basically the scene from Deliverance, the movie. It was just, it was the stereotypical southern redneck movie scene. And I was like, I'm not going to fit in down there. And it seemed like the biggest deal in the world. It seemed like the most horrific, scary, frightening, uncomfortable thing to do. And I moved down here. And within a week, my fears have subsided. And two years from now, mm-hmm. those fears and those anxiety, like I can barely remember them. And I was telling you before you left, it's going to be so stressful and, and scary and, and the unknown is yep. very terrifying but you're going to look back at it and you're going to be like this was the decision I needed to make and it doesn't you know those feelings aren't attached anymore the anxiety the scared the uncomfortableness mm-hmm. and it yeah. all goes away in time and you realize that okay this is where I am now yeah yeah and it's it, it's a big combination of your own work that gets you into that place and your own acceptance that will put you there, you know, selling yes. stuff, moving things, getting rid of things. We sold so much stuff. I think the most uncomfortable thing that we went through with moving over and the house sale, or getting rid of everything was, was having, um, I don't know if you guys have them over in the States and in Canada, but like, um, people who do house clearance, they'll come and give you a small amount of money for everything in your house. Mm-hmm. And oh. uh, it was like we we got we got a pittance. We got nothing for like our sofa and uh, our TV and bed frames and things like that. But he took everything. Like two nights before we left the house, he cleared the whole thing out for us. And wow! It, it, the uncomfortable thing is, this is your furniture. This is your life that you've lived for. Like for us, the sofa had been with us for five years. And this guy's coming in and looking at it like, yeah, you know, I'll I'll give you not very much money for it, and then I'll probably just take it and sell it at a jumble sale, car boot kind of thing. And it's like that's my life, but you let go, like you said, something switches that flick switch that that switch flicks. I can't remember how to speak tonight. And that's the moment that you go, okay, it it is just a sofa. It's not my entire livelihood. <laughs> right. It's it's horrifying right. to part with, and then you realize that's not my life. That's a sofa, and then you know yes. you start to realize the, the importance. Of, like for, I was listening to uh, the Joe Rogan podcast recently, and he had Jay Leno on. And I'm not a Jay Leno fan of the Tonight Show, but I agree he's one of the greatest stand-up comics of all time. Uh, and he was talking about how he was in Boston, and his plan was always to go to L.A. And he'd move around, and he he got a gig in Boston that was paying pretty well, and he had a pretty stable gig going. And he moved into this house that was pretty pretty nice. It was a big house, and he didn't put anything in it. He put a chair in it and a few 
stuff right there because he knew once he started accumulating possessions, it was going to tie him yeah. here and it would prevent him from his ultimate goal of going to L.A. Because once you get stuff, you know, that stuff needs to be, you know, housed, moved. And so he didn't buy anything. He just kept everything so bare because he knew that his ultimate goal wasn't here. And if he started accumulating a house full of things, it was going to be harder for him to kind of make that move. And it's so true yeah. because the comfort of, mm-hmm. of having all your stuff there ties you to that. And then the thought of that, I mean, I'm here now, and we were planning on buying a house within the next year, and just the thought of moving all my stuff is just already exhausting. So but don't it's a you big find, move. Don't you find it you is get in a similar situation with work, with jobs and things like that? You can get in a very similar position whereby your job will become your life. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah you're stuck in that job. I know of so many people that have worked the same job for their whole life. And I know it was a culture back in the day. It was, it was a thing to do. Like my grandparents had pretty much the same job their entire life. But now we're in a world where we can travel, we can move. I'm, I'm talking from experience, obviously, but we can, we can up sticks and go to another country. You can, you can get a job somewhere else in your own country. You don't have to stay in the same town. You can move sideways from com- company to company because it might give you yeah. a better career option, might earn you more money. It puts you out of your comfort zone, but it's a challenge and it's interesting. And and that's one thing that we don't do. And this is going to tie in nicely to like the workout prospect. If you have that opinion about your job and your life that you st- Dick and you furnish your house and you stay in that same house forever and then you have the same job for 35 years 40 years and then you'd never go for promotion you never push yourself past your own capable limits to see how far you can go what are you going to do on the map mm-hmm. right. how far are you going to push yourself there are you just going right. to do the diamond dozen every single day are you just going to do energy or are you going to take yourself out of your comfort zone and put stand up on and see how you do? Are you going to try and work your way through double black diamond and extreme psycho? And it's just, it, for me, it's that same mentality. I, I bought DDP yoga and I went into it with the idea that within three months I would have done the whole of the first four workouts without a problem. And by the end of the three months, I'd done up to halfway through disc three. So you either you either push yourself and work within your life and what it'll allow you to do, but push yourself outside your comfort zone, or you you are the person that stays in the same job for thirty five, forty years. You know, yeah, and that's not derogatory have... comment against those people. That's just mm-hmm. that's just my personal opinion. <laughs> I have a quote downstairs in my workout room, and it says, I see it every day, and it mm-hmm. just what, what you were just saying just kind of rang true. And it says, don't ever pace yourself, push yourself. Yep. Yeah. And Absolutely. You know, yeah, because if you don't push yourself, it's always going to be, you'll always remain the same. Nothing ever changes. Yep. And we're all striving for a degree of change in whatever it is that our daily life brings, whether it's moving across the world or our health or I don't know, whatever. We're all mm. striving to achieve the best that we possibly Completely. can. Yep. Uh, yep. Absolutely. absolutely. We mean, 
We, uh, I want to touch on your on your health issue in, in just one second, Crystal, because I want I want to mm-hmm. go into that because I know you've got a lot of anxiety built out about that, and that's one of those things that you know health is one of those things you can't just put on the back burner and just ignore and see you later. And um, yeah. you know it's one of those one of those active kind of things that we need to be on top of at all times. And um, you know we've been honest with people here. We've talked about your 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 MS on the show and how incredibly inspiring it is what you do for DDP Yoga Absolutely. and the path you've Thank taken. You. And you know, but the problem is with with that is there's there's always there's a lot of stuff going on, and sometimes you, you think you're on a roll, and then you get kicked down a little bit, and yeah. Um, I, I since yep. I've known you, known you, you've had a few health issues on the show. But one thing I've always respected about you is, no matter what, you know, like you said, you don't stay in that rut. You you pull yourself out of it. And you have a you have a procedure coming up on uh, later this month that I know is pretty stressful. So uh, how are you feeling about it? And what's going on with you? Uh, um, you know, mentally. Uh, I don't even know where to start. It's hard. Um, it's one of these yearly, you know, check up and, and go. And honestly, if, you know, if I'm being completely transparent, things have not been good the last few months, but you know, you, I refuse, I refuse to park my car in that lot. I just keep driving and (laughs) just hope that something changes and, you know, I just, but that doesn't mean I don't get scared. And with that no. comes, I don't sleep. You know, food becomes an issue. You know, my balance has been wonky lately. So there's a whole host of things. And we, the three of us, have had a conversation. Yeah, you know, I have every excuse in the book, possibly, to not work out but on any do. given day. But I still do. Mm-hmm. And you know what? <laughs> I'm really glad that there's no cameras or someone's not watching me because there are days when I have to modify or I fall down or whatever. But the trick is, is I may fall down, but you can bet your butt I get back up. Mm-hmm. That's the key to everything that we do. Right. right. That's the whole right. point. There's no quit. I would absolutely love to see a camera when you're working out purely for the fact oh, that Christ. you have to modify no because we we say the whole thing every time the, the the spiel that we give at the beginning of a class is you know lose your ego at the door if you have to modify modify yeah. it's not a problem yeah you know and, and I'll be very honest with you Hayden that there mm-hmm. if modifying does not come easy for me because I'm nope. one of these girls I'm all in I I'm all <laughs> in I just I want to do it all, and it's very humbling to me, but in my opinion, it's very humbling to me when I have to modify. Now, have I got it licked? Yeah, I've figured out what works for me. Um, It might not work for everyone else, and you know what? I'm perfectly okay with that, but it works for me, and it still gets me on any given day across my finish line. My finish line isn't going to be the same as yours or Mike's or Robert's nope. or Stacy's or anybody. It's com- it's like comparing apples and oranges. They're not the same at all. But, you know, you do what you do because you can. Exactly. Yeah. I, I just got to put this out there because you talked about how you wouldn't want cameras in the room when you're working out. All right, no. let me just put this out no. there. I'm going to be honest real quick. 
you know those pictures of women, you know, these really skinny women on the beach doing this effortless yoga and looking perfect makeup and their hair tied back beautifully? For most of us, that doesn't exist. I tell you, nope. if you think there's some kind of beauty in, in me doing yoga, you stand here, or yoga, you stand here, you go to the retreat with me, and you watch me. I'm, my shirt's hanging over my head. There are places falling out of me that I didn't know there were places. It is not a pretty sight. And if you're going into this, wanting to look around and look you know, presentable and beautiful and like a model doing DDP yoga, that's not what we're here for. I'm ugly. Nope. I'm sweating. I'm stinking. I'm... My shirt's hanging over my head. My shorts are up my ass. It's not a pretty sight, but it's about the results. It's not about the selfie that we want to post on Facebook. No. It's not about the ideal perfect <laughs> outfit that we're going to wear on the DDP yoga mat. I guarantee you the majority of us in DDP yoga do not look pretty doing DDP yoga. No, it's a, it's about the effort. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I can just, just testify that. that I've done a retreat with Michael <laughs> Mullins and he's right. <laughs> oh my God! There is nothing that. pretty. No. <laughs> now, in all fairness, in all fairness, Mullins, I've still never forgiven you for 2014 because you didn't attend my workout. Oh, well, you know the story behind <laughs> that one, right? Yeah, and I'm waiting. I didn't. For you to tell I barely it on attended air. any workouts in 2014. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, um, uh, why was that? Well, you, well, we. I I arrived at the at the, the resort, and I went <laughs> with Christina and Tracy and Katie, who are bad influences. And I'm not much of a Don't drinker anymore. Don't you people? Don't you? <laughs> I'm not much of a drinker anymore. So I, I go to the bartender in the pool. I'm like, I'll just have a glass of tequila on the rocks uh, with a slice <laughs> of lime. And he gives me, like, a soda glass of vodka, of, of tequila, sorry. And I, I remember walking towards, like, I'm out of it the first hour I'm in the retreat. And I'm walking down the path, and I see Dave Worth and Yoga Doc coming towards me. There you go. And I'm walking there, and they go, hey, Mikey, good to see you. I go, I can't feel my legs. And I just kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't acknowledge them. Simply, I can't feel my legs and kept walking. But the funny thing is, when um, when I, when I went to, I still decided to make that first workout on the beach there because it was you know the beach workout. You had to be there, and I was in no position to be doing. I was in no position to be touching my toes, let alone doing DVP yoga. And I get on the mat and I stumble and roll my ankle, which was swollen for the entirety of the whole week. I could barely move. I made it to one workout for the rest of that retreat. Oh my I god! I remember it well. I also, I also distinctly remember you singing. Um, I can't remember the song you sang at the karaoke. Surrender. I remember me. That was it. Oh and my Steve God. Doyle hijacking the stage and hoisting you high on our shoulders. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you Ronnie forward. Russell was there as well. Yeah, the fact you guys lifted me because I was dead weight. I wasn't, I wasn't posting for you guys. I know. I know. <laughs> oh. But um, I felt it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah. speaking of which, if oh. you guys want to get on the DDP Yoga Retreat 2017 to get in on these shenanigans, com. <laughs> Uh, Sally Jane Smith will uh, will hook you guys up, and uh, you're gonna want to be yeah. there to uh, experience your own brand of insanity that is the DDP Yoga Retreat. See, <laughs> we we always we always put it over and say how how awesome it is, but you know we're not just doing it because this is the DDP Yoga Radio Show. It it really is that damn good. The retreats are just oh. awesome. 
And we always when, knew there was so many stories. Just like we yeah. all have dirt on each other that could potentially ruin each and every one of us. <laughs> not on me. I'm good. I'm fine. I, I'm an angel. Well, maybe not. The, <laughs> the, but, the, the um, one time. There's the one time me and Yoga Doc got talking about classic British rock uh, in a pool party, and it all finished. The pool party had ended, and it just left me and Yoga Doc. And I'm just going to stop this story right there, because, <laughs> to be honest, I can't remember much else after that. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of those moments on the DDP Yoga retreat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I love how uh, we act like all perfect and prim on Facebook, and then we get there and we're just sloppy. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's uh, always fun. But yeah, honestly, <laughs> anyone listening out there, if you've never done the retreat, I severely recommend doing it. I, mm-hmm. It's really, it's worth putting your money towards. If you if you're one of those people that does the whole I'm doing one big holiday a year, then start putting the money away for 2018. Make that and, the retreat. And, to bring it back to the, to the workout and the, and the eating and stuff, there is nothing, you know, you know, you you put your money down the deposit for the retreat and you chip away at it throughout the year. You don't need to do one big payment if you want to put some time into it and pay it mm-hmm. off. You can do that, but there is no greater motivator for me to, during the year than knowing that I'm going to be there. And it's also, it keeps you on track and keeps you accountable because you know you're going to have that workout. You know that you're probably yeah. going to want to work out with people and I want to take my shirt off and not offend the children and you know, there's a lot of things you've got to, you know, it keeps you motivated throughout the year because you look forward to that. And you're like, I'm going to be there with a bunch of people doing the DDP yoga <laughs> workout, and I want to look my best and feel yeah. my best. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, there's there's the workouts. There's two workouts every day. The food is always absolutely stellar. It's fantastic. Um, and DDP himself will say we work out hard, we work really hard, and we party hard. You know, that's the whole ethos of the DDP yoga retreat. It ain't your normal namaste yoga retreat. It's the DDP yoga retreat. No. We're there to have a good time. I think I've told you guys this before, but the first year I started doing DDP yoga, which is like six years ago now, it was the first, you know, incarnation of the DDP yoga retreat, which has been many more since then. But I was really excited. I was all in. And so I booked the trip for Katie and I, and it was her birthday present. I'm like, I go to Katie on her birthday. I said, for happy birthday, I'm taking you to Mexico. And, you know, for her at the time, DDP yoga was a wrestling thing, and she would rather have the flu than watch wrestling. But DDP was a wrestler, <laughs> so for her, it was a wrestling thing. And I, I, I laid it on her, we're going to Mexico and stuff like that, and as the trip got closer, I'm like, oh, by the way, it's a DDP yoga retreat. And her face <laughs> is like, really? <laughs> so she thinks it's going to be me and a bunch of sweaty guys talking about wrestling. And she was kind of, you know, she was excited, but she was also like, I don't know what to think about this. And she hadn't done the workout at all at the time. She wasn't really into it. She appreciated what it had done for me, but it wasn't her deal. And she goes there to the DDP yoga retreat that year, and she wasn't planning. She's like, I'll go, but I'm not doing any workouts. I'll just kind of hang by the pool while you're doing your thing. And she's like, okay, I'll try one workout. The day we got there, she kind of got dragged into the hype and, you know, how Dallas can fire somebody up. And yeah. we had been traveling since 2 a.m. She hadn't eaten breakfast, barely eaten anything for lunch, was dehydrated. We get in the sun. She shouldn't have been working out that day, but she felt like she was going to pass out. And she got down in the safety position for the rest of the workout. And I'm like, oh, boy, this is done, and she's not going to be happy with me. So she finished the workout, and the next day she got up, and she came with me, and I was shocked. I was shocked. I couldn't believe she got up. And it was that day that she really got it. She truly understood 
like the high, and she felt amazing. And I remember the mood she was in just instantly shift, and that kind of that uh, that whole, you know, it was just a restart of her of her, you know, passion and stuff. And she kind of fired it up. And we were at the pool later that day in Dallas, and I'll call us over. And um, I start walking over. He goes, not you, monkey, and pushes me back and pulls Katie aside and started talking to her for like 45 <laughs> minutes. And she kind of really understood in that moment what we do, and she understands the passion that we bring to it. And she said, all right, I get it. And she did every workout for the rest of the trip. Yeah. Way that to go, That was pretty Katie. awesome for me. Yeah, she did every other workout. You didn't. Am I right? <laughs> that year I did. <laughs> that, that year I did. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm allowed to rib you because, you know, there, there's you and um, I'm going to mention his name, Dylan. Garrett. Dylan Freymeyer. Oh. The the two people that have missed my workouts when we've done a retreat that I've been very disappointed in. And, you know, I mean, I see Dylan every day now, and I just I, I go up to him and say, you know, I won't come to one of your classes because you've never attended anything I've taught. You've missed my retreat workout, and I'm doing the same to you, Mike. Well, to be fair to Dylan, Chris Jericho is there, so he probably needed a selfie of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. So, but shall, that's we, another... shall we segue this... Uh... <laughs> Shall we, shall we segue this nicely since you mentioned Chris Jericho into the fact that there's there's quite an important event coming up. Yes. And Hayden um, is going to be in Orlando in a couple of weeks for a certain uh, what is it again? I forget what it's called. Do you know I I want to say wrestling mania? Is that it? Yeah, something like yeah. Summerfest or something. I don't know. <laughs> WrestleMania. For Slam. WrestleMania. No, no. Yep, WrestleMania, WrestleMania 33. 33. Wow, yep. that's crazy. My first, my first, uh, you know, introduction to professional wrestling was WrestleMania 3. Was the first real event I ever watched. My dad actually went out with some friends of his and kind of did the whole cur- cir- you know, closed circuit thing. So to think mm-hmm. 30 years later is is pretty amazing. And this is special for everyone in the DDPO community for uh, another reason. And uh, our 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 man, our our the guy who we all look to to kind of inspire us and, and keep us moving. Diamond Dallas Page is getting his due, really justly, in the WWE Hall of Fame. How amazing is that? Indeed. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be an awesome event, and it's an it, it's an awesome class this year as well. I mean, the fact that Dallas yeah. is going in is just outstanding, but there are some great names going in with him. It's just going to oh, be mind-blowing. Yeah. I mean, for, for wrestling fans, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of speculation every year. And honestly, they need to kind of spread this out a little bit because they can't, you know, blow everyone in the same league year. They need to keep this going and they need to kind of reserve names. So there's always debate and discussion uh, on who's going in. But if you look at the class going in right now, there's no debate and discussion between no. Ricky Morton and Robert Gibbs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Kurt Angle is coming home and, uh, uh, Beth Phoenix, who was a DDP Yoga Warrior, we've had her on the show before. Edge is, uh, you know, her her husband Edge has been on the show. Yep. It is a, a top notch class, and you know, there's there's some people who have stuff to say, and there's always some negativity, but there the boys are always honored ridiculously by the WWE Hall of Fame, and they do such an amazing production. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
for what they do, and it really becomes it's, it feels important. It feels like a big deal when you're there. Yeah, it, it's going to be immense. It's going to be, I mean, for us on a personal level, on a DDP yoga level, it's going to be probably the biggest night of our lives yeah. as a family and the community. You know? It must and be incredibly. Sorry, go on, Sorry, Crystal. Go ahead, Hayden. Uh, it must no, be no, incredibly go. validating, you know, to see your life's work. Just wow. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it must be so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It really is. I think it's got to be. It, there's just such an impact that this is going to have on everyone that's already in the community as well yeah. as Dallas. And then if we look at the fact that this is going to open up an entire new audience of people that probably don't really, you know, the guys that don't necessarily have the network, those that watch just wrestling when it's WrestleMania time. Yeah. Those that might not realize that DDP is DDP yoga, you know, Mm -hmm. and things like that. So it's going to start a whole new, new trend uh, on that side of things. The community will probably get even bigger, which would be fantastic. And just, yeah, I'm overjoyed. Yes. I I couldn't be any happier. I mean, I texted him the night that the announcement was officially made on Raw to say that you know how proud I am as a as a employee nowadays and as a friend that he's going in. And I'm pretty sure I think everyone in the world messaged him that's part of the DDV Yoga family, whether it be via Twitter, Facebook, or however, because it it's been due. I think. In my mind, it's yeah. been due since long before Jake and Scott went in back in oh, 2014, yeah. you know, and we've edged our bets every year. Every single one of us has said, surely it's Dallas's turn this year. Surely it's Dallas's yeah. turn this year. And then, no, but this one, we've got it. So, yeah. I remember I remember it. when the year when Jake went in the Hall of Fame, Mm-hmm. I actually messaged, I messaged Dallas that night after it happened. The Ultimate Warrior was the headliner, and Jake went in, and Scott went in, and the Warrior was up there on the podium, and he was talking about, he goes, geez, everyone here is DDP Yoga. Is this, we're gonna, I'm afraid we're going to see a DDP Yoga order now, phone number, pop up on screen. Got a huge pop, and Ultimate Warrior put it over, and I messaged Dallas. I'm like, it was a great little spot they did for the DDP Yoga thing. He said, I didn't know they were going to do that. And that ended up being the Ultimate Warrior's last speech, and what yep. I'm trying yeah. to get at is a lot of these guys, you know, who are in the Hall of Fame um, aren't around anymore. It's, it's it's a tough business and things are hard and things get, you know, people's lives are get difficult and they go down the wrong paths. And we look at the Hall of Fame class and there's a lot of guys that aren't around to honor anymore. And yeah. I'm completely sure, you know, I'm almost, you know, I'm pretty positive that if Dallas hadn't come along when he did, then Jake the snake and Scott Hall might have been one of those that we look back on and didn't get to get yeah. there and accept their nominee. And DDP is one of those people that this is the most amazing part of Dallas Page to me. 35 years old, we've heard the story. He does it on every interview. He tells the story. We could probably recite it by heart. 35 years old, started wrestling, 40 won the world title. He became the biggest star in WCW, probably one of the top five stars in the business in the 1990s. You don't get to that yep. level. People, people don't get there. He was in a whole different echelon of, of, of megastars in wrestling and the career that made him famous to then retire, start from scratch and become equally well-known in a completely different field is incredible right. to me. 
And yeah. the work he's doing now is so important to, to us, but it's also giving back to so many people that inspired him in his life. And when I first started, I, I tell some of the boys we go into DDP yoga, I'm doing DDP yoga, and they gave me a weird look. Nowadays, you go to any locker room in the country, you're going to find five or six people who do this to keep their career active. Yep. And his work is more important today than I think ever. But to become the top of your field in there and then just go take a chance on something like this and become as equally successful is pretty amazing. Yep. It is amazing, yeah. And I find I remember wearing my DDP yoga shirt every time I'd go out into the public. And I don't know how many times people stopped me and they would say, oh, my gosh, you know, just another wrestler or, you know, what? how different could this be? Well, now, now when I wear it out, ooh, there's things have changed so much. And good on Dallas because there is such a respect now. that And it's well-earned. It's well-earned. Yeah. Yeah, it really absolutely. Is life-changing. It is. And, and Dallas will be the first one to tell you, uh, 35 years old, Dusty Rhodes believed in him. Jake Roberts believed in him. The Freebirds, Michael Hayes, you know, every, all these guys who believed in him and, and gave him a shot. And I think if, if Dallas leaves any legacy behind, an amazing wrestler, amazing manager, brilliant career, the DDP yoga, I think the thing that kind of really connects to me is his willingness to take chances on people that are otherwise yeah. lost causes in the eyes of people. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. I so, mean, yep. in there and then the performance center. He'll, he'll hire somebody. And he's a fitness company. He's not going to hire the guy with the perfect body, the, the ripped, perfect, you know, specimen. He, he hires people that he can make into something, who he can inspire and, and help them in their journey. Look how much weight Dylan has lost. Look how much weight Garrett's lost. Hayden, I know you, you know, you've become, mm-hmm. you know, your back injury and lost weight. Like, he doesn't want the perfect, you know, perfect toy. He wants the broken toy that he can kind of, you know, make a perfect toy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. He has the amazing knack to show you what your self worth is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, 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 I mean, and that's, I think that's going to be his legacy. I think that's. I think the 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 belief in Jake Roberts was, Jake. There was no hope. Like we've talked about this before. Yeah. Nobody thought Jake Roberts was going to follow through with this. No one thought Jake Roberts was going to see this through. And Jake had done something special for Dallas, and he felt the need to pay that back, and he believed in him when nobody did. And Jake deserves just as much credit as anybody. But there is no Jake Roberts 2.0 without DDP, and that's his legacy to me, is all those guys he takes a chance on, all those guys he calls, all those people he motivates and takes the time for. And you go in this business and there's not many people who have something negative to say about DDP, which is a testament alone to the wrestling business is the most negative <laughs> at, <laughs> at times. And universally he's respected for either the wrestling or the DDP yoga and DDP yoga or whatever. And mm-hmm. there may be people who have made more money. There may be people who won more championships, been bigger stars, but there's nobody more deserving of this honor That's than right. our very own Diamond Dallas Page. Agreed. Amen. Yep. 100%. And Hayden, you're going to be there in just a couple of weeks, and we're going to have to check yep. in with you, uh, you know, 
the, the following week and give us the report. I wish I could be down there. I will. wish the timeline kind of synced up a little bit better. Yeah, yeah I'll I'll give you a full rundown. We got All um, right. a lot of things planned for that week. It's it obviously Laura and I's first trip ever to Orlando, but I I promised her that we're going to go back and do the Disney stuff because this time it's for oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but no, I'll give you I'll give you a full rundown of how everything was and what happened and everything else the following week. Um, All right. The other yeah. thing that I want to do while we've uh, while I've got a couple of seconds is just also mention the fact that in case you haven't already got the idea, I'm now based at the PC, and it'd be great to meet as many people from the community as possible. So, you know, get yourselves down to uh, Smyrna, down here in Atlanta, Georgia, and come and say hello. Come and take a class. Come and uh, see what's going on. Listen to my strange English accent up close and personal. Um, as I've been told by Marcel today on Facebook, uh, it's not my accent; it's your ears that need working. But I don't think it's that. I think it's my accent. <laughs> Speaking of which, look out your window right now, right to the right, right here. Huh? No, I'm just kidding. I can't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I don't was saying look dare. out your window. I'm right here. Yeah, but but, but um, the thing is, you said look out my window, and my window's right in front of me, and it's dark, and I got scared, Mike, that you were here. I'm, I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried that Mullins is going to go on my balcony. Uh, this is not what I want. No, not <laughs> You're fine not tonight. where you are in North Carolina. You stay there, all right? <laughs> not tonight. Give it a give it a little bit, and I'll and I'll and I'll be I'll be stalking you off your window. Yeah, we want both of you could, to come down to the PC anyway. Yes, yes, we will. We will uh, be there. Yeah. Um, uh, if we can arrange it, this is just putting this out there live on air in front of everyone. Maybe we could do a, a live radio show from the PC. Awesome. Ooh, wouldn't that be great? That would <clears throat> yeah. be awesome. No, but I'm just throwing Garrett, ideas out there, you know. Garrett Garrett Sakahara is barred from the building, though, right? Because we can we just not talk about Garrett today, please. <laughs> I spent the whole Don't day with him. Can we just Garrett. not talk about him, honestly? <laughs> oh. Really? I mean, I'm I mean sorry. that guy. If you didn't see the video, I, I invited him to a, a nice, like, housewarming party, and he turned me down. So I have to share an office with that guy. <laughs> He's probably Seriously. the most terrible person I know. I'm all Team Hayden all the way. Go get him, buddy. Thanks, Mike. There we go. <laughs> team Hayden. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I, need do, I, I need to do the second cut so I can edit this in later to show to Garrett. I'm all Team Garrett all the way. Go get them, buddy. <laughs> the power oh, of the last. I like that. <laughs> uh, so you play both oh, sides, man. can't lose. <laughs> For the I, record, I I'm Switzerland. I'm Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of your cheese. Anyway, there you go. Nice. This is this is a completely ridiculous. We had a lot of fun tonight, and see what happens when you keep Hayden up uh, past his bedtime. Uh, you know, we have more fun now that he can actually be awake and be, be with us. I'm, not, I'm far more talkative <laughs> this time of night. <laughs> yeah, I, usually I can hear you drooling on the microphone. So <laughs> uh, it's normally anyways. it's normally like this. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah. Hayden, Hayden, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> yeah. So you, you always try to fake it. I'll talk to Katie and I'll tell her a whole story, and then I'll be like, "So what do you think?" She goes, "Huh?" I said, "I just told you." She goes, "I don't <laughs> listen to you." 
Yeah. <laughs> no one listens to you, Mike. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, I know. Anyways, so, uh, it was a fun show we, tonight. Uh, we are. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Shall we wrap up and shall we shall we maybe advertise the fact that next week we might have um, a Warrior of the Week on? Do you think that might be a nice idea? Yes, yes, oh, yes, absolutely. Um, we'll get back to have a Warrior of the Week on next week. That might be a nice idea. If you guys want to submit your stuff, hit up Hayden at ddpyoga.com. You guys are ridiculous. Uh, we've lost all control. It's a Donnie Brook. Uh, Hayden Get your information to him or hit up Crystal, who is constantly active on TeamDDPyoga.com. Get your stuff out there. If you feel like your story could inspire some other people or if you feel that you could benefit from, you know, asking for somebody else, you know, for inspiration, submit their stuff, submit our stuff, submit your stuff, and we will put you in the queue for DDP Yoga Warrior of the Week. It's a really inspirational segment where we learn about the DDP Yoga Warriors and inspire the masses. And uh, I think that'll do it for this week. Aiden at ddpyoga.com for all your DDP Yoga certification stuff as well. And we'll talk about that a bit more next week now that you're here and the different changes that are happening. And we will. where can we find your workout schedule? Is it kind of just uh, take it as it goes, or do you have a finite kind of schedule yet? No, I'm I'm just doing whatever comes up at the moment. All right. So just, as always, drop into the PC and you'll see everything there. All right. Okay. And uh, until then, Crystal, uh, we're going to be talking to you yes. before everything goes down, right? Yes, I hope so. Okay. Oh, it's April, awesome. right? Is that coming up? Okay, I was thinking March. I'm sorry. No, it's March. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I hope you guys have a great week, and we'll be back next week. We uh, uh, Same time, same place, same channel, ddpyoga.com. We are DDP Yoga, DDP Radio Live at ddpradio.com, also available on iTunes, Stitcher. So hit the subscribe button, subscribe to DDP Radio. And until next week, for Mike Mullins, for Hayden Walden, for Crystal Stewart, I bid you farewell. And remember to never, ever, 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 (laughs) ever, ever, I'm looking for the outro. (laughs) (laughs) Forever. Ever, ever. This is one for the book. Give up. See you guys. <laughs> Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh! He's in a diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond wow. cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and, most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.